Hello, and welcome back to Maya's Reviews, a book podcast and blog. If you're new here, welcome, and I hope you stick around. I promise I'll at least try to make it worth your time. Oh, and I also apologize if I sound underwater. I didn't realize till afterwards, too, that my mic was not um, connected properly. So I sound underwater the entire time. But um, besides that, too... Today, I have a special guest, my friend Mackie, and together we'll be reviewing A Corner of the Universe by Anne Martin. So basically, what would you say your rating overall for A Corner of the Universe was? Um, I honestly, I thought it was really good. I really liked it as a kid. And I definitely liked it more as I got older. Yeah, I remember, I remember reading it for the first time and it was really good. I mean, a few things kind of flew over my head, but I definitely think, I think I'd rate it like four stars because like as, as you get older too, because it's written from a kid's perspective. So yeah, since I'm older now, you know, I can relate less to it, but it's definitely a really, really good novel. Um, I was definitely, when I was re-looking through it, there was a lot of things when I was younger that flew over my head that I didn't realize. Yeah, (laughs) like a couple scenes, and especially with, um, I mean, the ending, like a lot of that flew over my head. I didn't, it didn't process in my brain, I guess, um, what happened, but yeah (laughs) and I think I think my favorite character was either Layla or Adam I mean Adam's just like amazing but Hattie honestly kind of annoyed me I don't know why but like as I was reading through it again I was like wow (laughs) okay you know I didn't have that thing when I reread it I didn't I didn't find that I just I thought she was just a kid living her in her kid world yeah. I think that's one of the things the novel does really well too though is that it um oh yeah. It, it's definitely fr- you can tell it's from a kid's perspective. It's like realistic in that way. It's not like, you know, it's not like an adult trying to write as a kid and failing. It's definitely from a kid's perspective. Yeah. For sure. What was your um favorite part of the novel? Um, I kind of liked the initial, the first time she met Adam. It was like she didn't really know, and especially all the scenes with her, what was it, the cat? Mm-hmm. I liked all the scenes with her animal. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely liked the day, kind of just when she first met him, because she didn't really know what to think. And I feel like her reaction is definitely like a child's reaction of like, hi, how's everybody doing, da-da-da, like talking to Adam, hi Adam. And I feel like it definitely was, and the way they first meet each other in the, in the ginger ale and the Shirley Temple is definitely very, very how, how a kid would react. And I definitely like the interaction between the two of them. Yeah, I definitely think that was one thing that the, um, book definitely talked about a lot is how Hattie is growing up she grew up not knowing about Adam 
you know, she never knew she had another uncle. Um, so when that's kind of brought up and she finds out, which is kind of like she wasn't meant to find out at that time, I definitely think that it was kind of some like taboo thing in their family. Cause at the time, you know, um, I, it definitely seems like Adam's parents or Hattie's grandparents were ashamed of him, which is awful, but, um, I definitely think it was, it was nice to see from Hattie's perspective that while she didn't know really what to think of Adam, she knew that, you know, we're family, he's my uncle, and he's also my friend. I think that was really great. Yeah, I definitely agree with you on that for sure. Yeah, I think, I think my favorite part of the novel was a lot of the carnival scenes, because um, Hattie, because Hattie talks about, you know, she doesn't really have that many friends and her one friend that she does have always leaves during the summer so she's always alone and she'll just go walking through town um and I think that was really cool to see that she's meeting all these different people and um widening her experiences she's learning more about the world than she had previously during this one summer and I think it was really cool how she interacted with Layla and got to be kind of this part of um her life during the carnival so yeah I definitely thought the carnival was fun but I'm gonna go kind of back towards the beginning when they kind of meet everybody Mm -hmm. that I don't know what do they call it they have like a um like, I don't want to call it a renter's house. You know what I'm- uh, like a boarding house, I think, was... Yeah, a boarding yeah. house. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of had a boarding house and how she already, like, she already knows everybody and knows their routine. That her life is, like, pinpointed. Like, the clocks in the old man's room go off at this time every day. She goes and she helps Cookie make food at this time every day. Like, everything is, like, down to the dot and then Adam kind of comes in and Adam does things on his own time does his own stuff and I feel like that really disrupts her life in a way that she didn't realize it would because she didn't realize how structured her life actually was yeah she has like a really strict schedule and then Adam shows up and (laughs) yeah that's definitely a good point because I think um too with this one summer because if you think about it for that much to happen in one summer to a little kid is a lot um and you know a lot of it's tragic too it's not all you know it's not all going to the carnival and having fun a lot of it's kind of upsetting for Hattie um but I think that disruption in her life was kind of needed because she was able to kind of like learn more about herself and other people become more accepting I think because like as a kid you don't hold um, prejudices against people but her family definitely did and I think it was kind of good for her to go out into the world and have those experiences rather than sit home and have her grandma um, tell her what what is going on with the world. Yeah, I feel like she definitely gets to, she gets to have her own perspective and kind of talks about it. And especially, like, in the beginning, when she turns down going with her friend on vacation, mm-hmm. where she just, eh, she wants to stay at home. She wants the comfort of what always, always happens. 
to allow this disruption to allow the new person isn't her name angel is that her name um i think she's the person living in um the boarding house right to have angel be there more often to be in the boarding house to really change her lifestyle and that she no longer just cooks with cookie but she has to interact with people now she has to talk to adam who's different than anybody she's ever met yeah what did you think about the end of the novel because it's kind of just all of a sudden like um what happens with adam it's just i feel like there wasn't that much leading up like you could tell at a certain point what had happened but up until that point it was kind of like you didn't expect it till it happened yeah it the ending really made me upset definitely um i don't know it just i i re- i mean it was a good ending but i didn't like the way it did i kind of thought it was very upsetting and sad yeah because like I said um one of my favorite characters was Adam and so I I remembered it from reading this novel the first time but it was still I a few of the details were a little fuzzy for me um so I read through that and I'm like, oh, okay, that's awful. Um, and I think for Hattie, that was really influential too. And even for her Nana and the rest of her family, I think they kind of realized that they took him for granted and kind of just shoved him aside. And, you know, he was just pretty much in the reject pile for most of his life. And um, with what happens, I think that that kind of what you know showed them that they really treated him awful and took him for granted. Yep, I definitely agree with that. And just the way he's kind of, I feel like she definitely treats him the way that she wants to be treated, where the rest of them aren't aren't exactly as nice. Mm-hmm. Kind of ashamed of him, but she really likes him and she likes to talk to him and kind of puts herself out there and gets to know him even though not everybody else wants to yeah because like you said earlier I think with her you know strict schedule and really just structured life that um Adam coming into her life and kind of mixing things up a little bit I think it was kind of a breath of fresh air for her it was something you know that she didn't really expect and I don't think she got a lot of that living in her Um, small town so I think I just really think he was really influential in her summer I mean even at the beginning too I think she mentions like she's looking through all of the videotapes from that summer and she talks about how her dad only recorded the happy moments um, and the tragic and sad moments are what really really affected her um And I guess I think that would have been nice for the novel to talk about more is how how she grieved after Adam passed, because I feel like um, after that, it's really just kind of her moving on. Like, you don't really get to see 
how she dealt with it in the first place. I mean, you get to see her interactions with other people who are grieving, but since she's a child, I guess we don't really get to see that. Yeah, and I definitely feel like she's doing this in her own way, and especially because she hasn't known Adam for that long, and I, I feel like in a way she's definitely, like, upset their family with the way, the way they treated him, especially after he's gone. Mm-hmm. I know that she, in the beginning she was like, I wouldn't exactly call it upset, but she was kind of disappointed that she didn't know he existed. Yeah. But to then, the way they treated him, and now that he's gone, mm-hmm. just the upset that everybody had was just sad. Mm-hmm. Oh, and like we said earlier, um, the novel is definitely written from like a child's perspective. I mean, you can kind of tell. It's kind of like, I don't know, whimsical and like nothing's really serious I mean like it's a lot of the topics are serious but it's kind of weird to read because it's from a child's perspective so you have these really serious um, occurrences and events and tragedies that occur but from Hattie's perspective they're just like another thing in her life I felt like yeah Okay, well, I have no idea what else to talk about. <laughs> um, I think I think that's all I had to say about it. It was a really good novel. I mean, um, like we said, there were some really sad parts in it, but it was really, really good. So, one question I had was, um, did you enjoy it more as a child, or did you enjoy reading it? the next time through like oh well see I don't remember things from like three days ago so (laughs) um but I definitely think I was able to enjoy it more now than I was when I first read it as a child because um like I said before I didn't a lot of what happened didn't really process for me like I would read it but not really comprehend it, if that makes sense. But I think now it has more weight than it did before, and I was able to enjoy it more and appreciate it for what it is, I guess. Um, really? Yeah, so I think I think I enjoyed it more now. I was definitely able to comprehend it way better than I was previously, so... For me, it was kind of the opposite. I definitely feel like I, well, I mean, it definitely is still a good book, but I feel like I liked it more the first time around because I didn't understand some of the stuff. Yeah. And it was this girl, to me, it was all of a sudden when I reread it, it was so heavy. Mm-hmm. Whereas the first time it wasn't as heavy. And just the way she dealt with him was kind of, oh, she dealt with him. But now that I read it now, I'm like, wow, that was a lot for her to handle as a kid. Yeah. Lie to her and for her grandparents, especially to see her grandparents treat him that way. Yeah, yeah. Without kindness, without respect. And I feel like that definitely can affect her mm-hmm. and upset her. Yeah. Well, because I think, I think one of the main things, I think Hattie actually mentions it too in the novel, is that um, her grandparents treat Adam like a child. And she's very confused because he's not a child he's an adult and um I think that upset her too is that 
you know, even as a child, she recognized that he's an adult, you know, maybe treat him like one, you don't, you don't have to um, treat him like a baby because that's kind of dehumanizing in a way, so. Yeah, I also saw, um, I was kind of looking back, it's, it was on a specific page, but um, Adam kind of is talking to Hattie and he says nobody knows what it's like. Yeah. But, like, Hattie really took the time to get to know him and get to know what it was like, where I feel like his grandparents kind of, like, this is who he is, you know, we can't change him. Yeah, yeah. Where Hattie was like, no, I don't know what it's like, why don't you tell me? Yeah, well, because they didn't, I, his grandparents and even Hattie's mom didn't really try to um, understand him. I felt like they kind of, they treated him like he was a burden and like he was just some outcast, which even walking through the town, I mean, there were the two girls that Hattie knew um, that called him a freak. And it's just like, it's, it, it was awful for him to deal with because he's clear, he, he's clearly, you know, aware of things. It's not like he's just oblivious he knows what's going on. He knows that they're not treating him with respect. And I think Hattie recognized that too. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming on here and talking about the novel with me. Thank you for having me. <laughs> um, yeah, thank you. And that is the end of our review of A Corner of the Universe by Anne M. Martin. Thank you so, so, so much, Mackie, for coming on the podcast and talking about this novel with me, even though I'm super awkward. <laughs> um, and listeners, I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please check out my blog, Maya's Reviews, at mayagreviews.wordpress.com. You can also find me at Maya the Bookworm on Twitter, Goodreads, TikTok, BookBub, and Book Sirens. I'm also on Tumblr at Maya Reviews. And just a reminder, if you want to be a part of the Q&A episode that's coming up soon, make sure you fill out the Google form or send in a voice message to have your voice featured in the episode, which those links are in the description. If you want me to review your book or even just want to reach out to me, you can email me at myogbookreviews at gmail.com. I do ask that if you are reaching out in regards to a review request or anything of the sort, that you check out my review policy on my blog first and then email me. Thank you for listening and happy reading!